I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, with us today, we've got producer Joe's running around taking pictures. And we got sound guy, Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. We are friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And if you can't figure out by the background noise, we are on location in Encinitas, California. <laughs> Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And of course, as always, please find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram, I Like Beer the Po one, and I Like Beer the Ta one on Twitter. And we are also on Untapped, pretty easy to find all under I Like Beer the Podcast. Do it. As Talon said, we're on location in Encinitas, California, the Brewers Tap Room. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Let's welcome our host, Travis Hudson. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Thank uh, you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Exactly. <laughs> We're in your place. I've been working on my puns and dad jokes all morning. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> You're in the perfect. Right Trying to fit in with oh, you good. guys. Oh, good. Good, because the doctor's not here, so we need filling on those. There yeah. we go. I got it. However, the doctor did send a little something at okay, the end nice, of the show. Nice. Don't let me forget. Uh-uh. <laughs> all right. Tell listeners about the Brewer's Tap Room and, and what you do here. Yeah, uh, we just hit four years being open uh, in August, um, so we kind of made it through a pandemic and made it through all of the changes that breweries had to go through. They, you know, they brewed a little less, and they some of them kind of went to canning, and so kind of navigating all of that, plus being closed and then kind of open for twenty five percent and then fifty percent, and then we finally got approval for a outdoor beer garden, which everybody's loving right now. So. Yeah, it's been kind of a, a bumpy ride over the last right. year and a half or so. But uh, rolling with the but COVID you're still punches, here? Yeah, still, you're still yeah, here. yeah, still still rolling along. Great, and and so it's a tap room. Describe a little bit what when someone comes here, what are they going to see? Yeah, uh, I got twenty four rotating taps. Um, everything from obviously all the hoppy beers um, to we've got kombucha up there. I got four uh, four wines on draft. Um, I have a good can selection, so anything uh, anything in the cooler you can crack open on site. Um, we have uh, just the rotating. It's probably 90% San Diego stuff, but I'll, I'll throw some uh, random. I got something from Florida up there right now, so All right. Um, just kind of a mostly local stuff, but we do kind of bring in some, some randoms every once in a while. So it's definitely a, a locals local spot for sure. It's got a nice indoor area, like you said. You've got the beer garden, which is nice, sunny, and warm. It's Encinitas, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nothing a, else is acceptable. Indoor, <laughs> uh, outdoor really helped us. I mean, it, it increased our capacity by I don't know 30, 40, uh, depending on time of the time of the year and that type of thing. So we'll, we're getting into the cold months, so we'll see how uh, how popular the outdoor is, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a lifesaver for us for sure. Yeah, we're no problem. We'll put some socks on and we should come over. Yeah, <laughs> we are not above wearing socks yeah. with sandals. Yeah, yeah, socks and my sandals, and I can come over. Yeah. No, Travis, you you've listened to the show, so have you paid attention? What would the doc ask right now? Uh, you, he'd probably ask if we have a sour line. Which I do. <laughs> uh, yes, he would. I, I always have a sour line, so he's uh, he's more than welcome to. Uh, to make his way in, and I, I will have something. If I don't, I'll have something in can for him. So, yep. Hey, he want to know what are we drinking? Uh, <laughs> and, and if it was a sour and it was cold, he'd probably be okay. He'd, with it. he'd, he'd whine about it, but he'd drink it. He yeah. might. Yeah. I, I have uh, I have one special thing on the board that I'm very excited to share with you guys. So we'll get into that. It's a wet hop beer. So it's uh, it's wet hop season. So I'm very excited about the uh, the wet hop stuff that's coming out. So. Well, Thanks. we do need a beer for toast, roast, and pour. Let's do it. And now, after a short pause, we do have beer in hand. What are we drinking? So this is from Five Suits up in Vista. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm very excited because he didn't let very many kegs out of the brewery of this one. It's a fresh hop uh, using cashmere hops. Um, so it's very, it's got a great like silky mouth feel on it. Mm-hmm. The freshness just comes out, um, and it's uh, it's kind of a cool thing that he did. Uh, he worked with Urban Surf for Kids, um, so all the proceeds of this beer go to helping kind of underprivileged kids 
get into surfing and, and uh, beach activities and stuff like that. So it's kind of it's cool that I got a rare a rare keg nice, of it. Nice um, yeah. This is actually the second keg of it that we got. First keg we kicked within like three days. So I was very I was very right. excited to Not get a second, by that. second round is, of this one. This is delicious. He, so. he doesn't let a lot of kegs out of his brewery. So shout out to Nick Corona. He's That's uh, right. Yeah. Nick Corona is doing great things. Absolutely. With beer and, and in the community. Yep. Well, now we have a beer in hand. It's time for toast. Roast and pour one out. Travis, did you bring a toast? I did. Let's let yeah. guess first. Guess first. So I'm going to toast former President Jimmy Carter, who probably unknowingly started, helped start a craft beer revolution when he um, helped enact the legalization of homebrewing on this day, 1978, I believe. And a few years later, when all of the all 50 states uh, kind of finally approved it, so. Yeah, without him, right. we probably wouldn't be right. sitting here right now. We or at least we'd be sitting here, but no one would be watching here. us behind in the back back closet somewhere, <laughs> like all the distillers. That's a great toast. You're pro. <laughs> I've been listening. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a toast going out to Matt Ellis. I don't know if anybody knows of Matt Ellis. St. Neot, Cambridgeshire, England. He's a visionary. He's a dreamer. Yeah, he wanted to be in the Guinness World Book of Records. Okay. And so he looked into, and he couldn't find anything about visiting the most pubs in a single day. Oh. Right? Visionary and dreamer. And he reached out to Guinness, and they said, no, we don't have a record for that, but we have to set a bar. In this case, a bar bar. Uh, there's your dad joke. <laughs> they said, it's got to be at least 50 pubs in 24 hours to meet the requirement, and you have to have at least 4.2 ounces of, of alcoholic beverage at each stop. So Matt Ellis says, Okay. But he wasn't even daunted. Game on. Yeah. He laughed in the bar bar they set. Man on a mission, man with a dream. 51 pubs. There you go. In eight hours and 52 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. That's impressive. Overachieved. So, I was going to yeah, say, like, I think yeah. I might be close. He just but, said, yeah. I'm going to break this. Next. He stopped where he knows he can break it next year, so he can make it an annual thing. So, uh, toast to Sir. I'm going to call him Sir, sir he should be Matt a sir. Ellis of yeah. St. Neots, Cambridgeshire. And I, I looked up a little bit on like, how close are the pubs in Cambridgeshire that you can Right, right. They have 110 pubs. Oh, well, there you go. They only have 125,000 people in the town, <laughs> and they have 110 pubs. That's a good so. place to make your run at that. Yeah. Well, I think I'm also going to toast Cambridgeshire. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think so. For their priorities. Yeah. It's quality ratio right there. Yeah. One school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really know that. Yeah, I made that up. Probably. That was just me making stuff up. Yeah, I'll take it. All right, so I, I kind of have a toast that might blend itself into a roast at the end of it. But so I saw this one. So there was a, a Turkish man. I'm going to mispronounce his name. Behan Mutlu, 51. So we can probably all, you know, kind of put ourselves in his place. And I think we've all probably had an evening like this or a day like this. But he went drinking with a friend in a forest near his town. Uh, he lives in Inigol, which is in northwest Turkey. And the next day, his wife... Uh, reports him missing because he didn't come home after that night and uh, she had heard that hey he walked away from his friend drunk while they were drinking so she calls the local police so the police and rescue teams come in and they begin to uh, do a search uh, for him because but what had happened is in the meantime he'd gone to he'd found a house in the forest he'd gone to sleep in the house in the forest oh, just a house in the forest yeah yeah I mean I think it's, Ooh, it's pretty common in Turkey. Made up. yeah it's don't pretty, well. pretty common in Turkey <laughs> so anyways he leaves the house the next morning and as he's walking back through the forest he comes across members on a, that are on a search party. So he says, oh, I'll join you and I'll help you find this guy. <laughs> and so they proceed to be looking for someone. And then all of a sudden he realized, wait, they're looking for me because they were calling out his name. And uh, he says, he goes, at that point, he goes, he, he broke into a cold sweat because he heard his name. And he goes, hey, I'm Behan Mutulu. And he goes, they didn't believe him. And so they kept searching. So he kept with them and kept searching. And He's then they going to live out that life. Yeah. And then so finally, I guess, a friend showed up and that's, he goes, hey, yeah, that is him. And that's the truth came out. <laughs> so he said that, oh, roughly, he was with the search team for roughly about 45 minutes. Um, so cheers and toast to him for 
uh, searching for himself and finding himself, <laughs> but uh, roasting him because, you know. This again, is a story of a lost soul finding it, himself, it but, but I, on a very and literal level. I feel level. like it, at some point should be a movie or a sitcom or something like that. But I, it was, I thought it was a great story. A guy gets drunk, Wait, goes how, out. How old is he? 51. So, I mean, we can relate. Okay. Yeah. Is, well, mean, no. I, 51, well, call your wife. So, okay. now search party. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got up and he's like, he did the right thing. He goes, hey, look, they're searching for someone's lost. I'm jumping in. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. You know why he joined the search party? Yeah. He didn't want to go home. That's probably true. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, there you go. So. I feel like that was a song somewhere. It, it, it probably should be as well. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a this becomes a country song that becomes a sitcom yes. yeah. that gets spun off into a movie. Yeah, and soon enough he's somehow a hero out of this. Yes, at least a T-shirt. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, you have a roast for us, Travis? I do have a roast. Um, nice. I'm gonna roast okay. myself. Oh, um, I don't know if that's a first. No, on the program. no, it's not. Okay, we uh, roasted you last week. I figured. <laughs> um, but so I'm a dad joke. I'm a stout guy first and foremost. I'll drink. We a, are stout guys. I'll drink a stout when it's 85 degrees out. I don't care. I'm roasting my former beer drinking self because with some of the loggers that we've had on the board recently, including the crispy boy from Original 40, which we have to try later as well. I am now a lager drinker nice um so i'm roasting my former beer drinking <laughs> self and i i promise to drink not just stouts all the time yeah there's but nothing wrong with i have come around beer. big time yeah. on the lagers yeah. yeah but and a lot of that is how good have lagers become yes right there's several high quality lager producers in san diego now and it's it's you, just you it's really wonderful can't kick yourself for not drinking the lo- most of the lagers that were being put out there five years ago well, yeah, there was a reason why you weren't drinking them. Yeah, ten years ago, you're 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 pretty safe. But yeah, over the last few years, I mean, the, the lager producers are are really really stepping up the game. So it's it's nice to. Uh, have, it was summer of lager. It was. It definitely was. I, I'm I'm interested to see what what happens next year. We got one from uh, Belching Beaver that's a oak aged pilsner, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense now. Like, let's let's get into that one, you know. <laughs> Look at us growing. Yeah, right. it's called growth. Right. It's, it's not just it. West Coast oh, IPA in San Diego anymore. Yeah. Are we eating pours? I, I, you know, I couldn't find anything. I tried to pour something after nothing, but I, so I'm not in any. It's all too sad, wasn't it? It was very sad this week. Like I said, there was a lot of stuff that was just depressing and uh, too serious. I, I like yeah. to have a little nuance to my pour, and I just I couldn't couldn't find it this week. So maybe I'll double down next week. I'll I'll, I'll make sure I have two for next week. There you go, Tom. Any venerable. Passaways we need to know about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to shy away from the okay. obituary section this <laughs> week. So. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. So let's hear a little bit more about the Brewer's Tap Room. So first question we have, and you kind of touched on a little bit about getting and moving from stouts into lagers and stuff, is we don't really have seasons here in California, Southern California. So how do you shift or update your tap list based on, you know, what's happening? Like right now, you know, everybody's going to have their, their Oktoberfest, their fall beers, their pumpkin beers. How do we know when it's time? Because, I mean, right now, today feels like another summer day. Yeah, it's a summer and, day, yeah. and it's, uh, it's definitely, um, I mean, it's with distribution nowadays, it's, it's definitely more options available of, um, stuff that you know might be produced out of San Diego, um, so that helps because San Diego is not very seasonal with their beers, other than you know Oktoberfest type stuff and that right. type of thing. So it's been fun to play with, and um, even just recently within the last few weeks, all the fresh hop and wet hop beers—that's kind of a seasonality thing right. um, that only happens once a year. So um, it seems like there's a lot more uh, fresh hop, wet hop stuff available uh, at least this year. So that's fun to be able to play with. Several producers have got their hands on different hops. So it's been fun to play with kind of different hop profiles. Uh, first couple we got was Strata. The one that we just had is Cashmere. Um, I got one coming that's uh, Chinook. So they're being able to play with a little bit of the, the fresh hop stuff that they get in, which is really fun. And then it, it really depends on the distributor, what they're able to get. You know, I'm a stout guy, so once it cools down, I'm going to, I'm gonna have plenty That's of barrel aged stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, do, you, uh, do you notice that there's there's the demand for that with San Diego beer drinkers? It is, and it, it, demand is an interesting word because yeah. I've been able to bring in some stuff, and I'm like, okay, this uh, I'm a little nervous on how this is gonna play out. I brought in a couple uh, sours that I was all right. 
It's a little higher price than normal, and it's uh, legit sour. It's right. barrel aged. There's you know uh, different iterations of it. There's fruit in it. Um, most you know most producers locally are kind of doing the kettle sour type of thing. So I brought in two sours from Helix, who has a, a sour program. It's called Sourworks, and I was a little nervous. I'm like, okay, we'll see how this plays out. It was the only two kegs they'd ever let out of their sour program, and we got them up here. So. That part of it is is cool to be able to be like, hey, we got this right. very rare sour up here. Right. Come in and try it. And sure as hell, like people came in and we killed the keg in, in two so or I guess three the, days. The, it's not demand. It's that that we're allowing you to lead us into new directions. And That's I, what it is. I, that, that, yeah, I, I take a lot of pride in that. I'm yeah. like, all right. Speak of visionaries. Yeah. Let's let's try this and yeah. see what we'll do. And then like if the reception is good, I'll keep I'll keep pushing the envelope. Right. Like just bring yeah. in like fruited uh, you know fruited sours and, and uh milkshake ipas right. and stuff like that you know so it's uh it's been a, it's been eye-opening like okay i'm a little nervous on this but we just kill the keg so let's the reception's good right yeah, yeah. i think a lot of times with most beer drinkers is is if no one pushes you a little bit on stuff or you don't it's, you, you'll just drink what you always always have i think that's very common yeah um, but usually if someone that you trust goes hey try this you know, and you get even trying all of a sudden now you've you've increased your And I'm very mindful of kind of the beers that are available right. within our proximity. Uh, we're far enough off the coast where we're not getting the kind of um, stuff that you know, the touristy type of beers right, and stuff right, like that. Right. So I, I kinda have no fear on what I put on and uh, you know, Chris and Lori, the owners, they're like, Yeah, just go for it and bring it in and, and we'll see what happens. So cool. they're uh Seems to be working. Yeah, there seems right. to be a nice balance on the capitalist too, though. If you're coming in and you do have, you know, you have a, a standard, your, your wheelhouse, and it's a very, you're, you're going to find beers here you're going to like. Yeah, within the within the 24 taps, I do have, um, you know, it's kind of uh, dedicated dedicated lines for you know half the menu is going to be hoppy stuff just because it's San Diego, but I do have always three or four lagers on. I have uh, like a malty or a dark beer. Uh, we do have a dedicated kombucha line now, so that that's been a that's been a big hit. Um, so there is very there is uh, dedicated lines for all the the styles that we can bring in. So if you come in and you know you chose you know the whatever multi thing, you can go straight for that same section and be like, oh, I had this multi thing last week. I'm gonna try the the new multi thing that comes on. So I, I'm impressed with the diversity on the list. Yeah, it's been. We it's do been have a, a tap house up in northern North County. That I was uninvited to by the manager when I complained <laughs> that of the fifty beers or so there were forty seven IPAs. Oh wow! Not, not a blonde ale, not a brown ale to be found. Yeah, you can't. That's, that's <laughs> he not said that enough. I could find other places to drink. Huh. <laughs> good day. I said good day. <laughs> he was right. Yeah. There were other places, and I haven't been back since. <laughs> so maybe this is a time to try something seasonal. As far as seasonal gets in San Diego, what's something? that you, you have now that we don't usually get to come up to Encinitas and have. Sure. Um, or down to. Let's go Let's go with my favorite lager on the board right now. Yes. Um, right. It's a Hellas lager from Original 40. Uh, Cosmo's brewing really good beer. He actually went overseas for a few years and learned the trade over there and came back and brought all his knowledge back to San Diego. So the, uh, the crispy boy Hellas lager. Oh, are you sure he's not a Jeff? Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, I sounds think you read like our mind on that. <laughs> right, right. So the crispy boy, cheers. Yeah, cheers. 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 I'll be more careful yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stay back here. I've never, <laughs> I've never cleaned up a mess here. So. All right. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought that beer was going to taste like. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. It is crisp. Crisp, clear tasty yeah it's very flavorful good amount for as light of good amount of that bready quality yeah. i'm going four or five yeah that's pretty much what i would go with it too i think i'm there i, I like i said i think is it's one of those things where when you keep talk to people because you know, a lot of people who go that don't say drink craft beer they always get up concerned with someone's forced an ipa on them i guess is what you would say and so that's what they're everything's gonna taste that way if it's dark if it's malty looking if it's you know any color but then, so they're going to stick to their, you know, Bud Light, their Corona. It's like, this is the kind of beer you said, well, try this. Because it's just as light and as, you know, it looks just as clear, but the, there's so much more flavor well, in this I, beer. Right? I, al I almost hate to use the term, but it's beer flavored beer. Yeah. Yes. And yes. I, I, if <laughs> people come in that. and they're like, 
in that realm, like what you know, what do you suggest? I'm like, this, this is, is beer flavored yeah. beer. Except for know, everything in your mouth pops. Like right, all those right. all those taste buds are firing off with all those it finishes the real clean, but it yeah. it kinda lingers more than a typical lager does. Right. So it's kinda Oh, I like that. That's yeah, delicious beer. It's one of my favorite beers that we bring in for sure. Especially on a on like a warm day, hot day. I mean you could drink 15, 20 of these. Like have, have I would be in the forest right now <laughs> this, and this look is, like a search party. <laughs> right. so where'd he go? Yeah, yeah see, this is I'd why like, I only get to two pubs. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would problem, get to a pub and they'd have this. and yeah. So I only get to two pubs. So the problem would be the, the, book. the search party probably would have four or five Jeffs in there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Call that's Jeff and everybody go, what? what? Yeah, what? if Carrie sent out a search party. Yeah, that's probably the bigger thing. Carrie wouldn't send out the search party. He can find He's his drunk way. In a house he can find house. it. He can find his way back. I'm the last person to tell tales out of school, but I'm pretty sure we've sent a search party out for her. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> very true. So, <laughs> so Travis, you got to have your IPAs, right? It, it's is Southern California. It is 2021. That's the way the beer world works. And you have a significant part of the tap list committed to hoppy beers. So how are you making? some distinctions and choices about what to have so you're not serving 8, 12, 14 of the same type of beer? Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, we're... That's a good question, huh? Yeah, that was a great <laughs> question. Not bad. It's up all deep. night on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we're probably going through 8 to 10 kegs a week. Um, so we're, we're definitely rotating pretty heavily. A lot of it is hoppy IPA type stuff. We're going through enough of the not hoppy, not IPA beers um, to make it interesting. Like I can bring in Hellas Lagers, and I can bring in, um, you know, I got I got Speedway on right now. It's a big, that's a big stout. Right. Um, people are people are ready for that. And like I said, I'm I'm bringing in like specialty sours and stuff like that. So I we're doing small pours of some of the bigger beers. So that helps kind of people kind of try different things and not you know have to just stick with the one beer. If you come in, I'm you're already buying one beer that. The thing is to keep, you know, what can I sell you for your second beer? What mm-hmm. can I, you know, and part of part of what I like to do and, and um, my other guys, Dugan and Jackson and Brandon, we we try to tell this, the extra thing behind the beer. Mm-hmm. Like the first beer we tried, if you tell someone that, especially in this community, that it's helping kids doing right, surfing right, stuff, yeah. like that sells, that, sells, <laughs> right. that sells the beer right away. You know, we had a, it was a canned beer, but it was, uh, it went to uh, Pink Boots. All the proceeds went to Peak Boot stuff. So that extra little thing that we can explain about a beer just beyond what the taste of it is, is also stuff that helps me when I'm picking the beers. Um, you know, there's a cool story behind this beer. If I put it in someone in front of someone or they see it on the board and I tell them that one little extra thing, then that's what's going to sell the second and third beer. So that's what that's, got us into podcasting. The stories much. behind the beers yeah, when right? we were going out to the breweries. We're that, like, someone's got to tell these stories. That's exactly what I look for you know beyond just oh you know swami's ipa from pizza port yeah it's swami's ipa but there's a story behind swami's ipa especially in this area people you know people if if someone can relate to the beer then that sells the beer right away and then if me and my guys are are passionate about the beer and i tell you that this beer is my favorite beer on the board someone's gonna buy it right right. so that definitely plays into what I think about when I'm ordering beer on Monday and Tuesday, like, okay, first of all, I'm probably the only one that's going to get this keg in the area. So that, again, that's something that's just going to help sell the, right. the beer on top of, you know, it's hoppy or a malty or whatever. You know. I imagine you get a lot of the, uh, well, I like, and then they name a beer. Yeah. And then you've got to play the match game or where do you go from there? Well, match game is one thing, but there's also you know education on beer is still a thing um i have people come in all the time i don't really like anything very hoppy oh you got pliny on the board yeah <laughs> let yeah, me get that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so i have to pause and i'm like mm, that's <laughs> not really where you wanted to go in the first place are you sure you want to do that um so you know there's still kind of that educational part of like okay you just told me you didn't want this and you're kind of leaning exactly in that pocket <laughs> Do you want to try something else and like kind of see if you know if you understand the, the difference? You know, if you don't want high IBUs, don't go with you know don't go with Pliny. Pliny, right? Yeah. Do you find people don't understand what they mean when they say they don't like hoppy or they don't? 
like IPAs? There is a little bit of that. Like, I'll have people come in every once in a while, and do you have any ales on the board? Yeah. Yeah, we got a few. Ninety <laughs> percent of my board is is yeah. you know ales at this moment. So there is kind of that kind of what you were talking about earlier. Kind of people get like a a, a catchphrase or something yeah. like that, and that's all they kind of stick with, and that's all they know. So, but as long as long as the guys that are pouring your beer know kind of which way to lean for you, then then you'll right hopefully get the the beer that you're that you're looking for, and not you know. The worst thing is pouring a, a full pint for someone, and then five minutes later they come back and like I can't I drink can this. Do, I'm yeah. like, I just told you, that you <laughs> probably weren't going to drink this entire pint. So. Since the invention of the splash, yeah, yeah I <laughs> saved mean, me some work. As much as I hate splashes, it's, right, yeah. it's definitely uh, it, it helps kind of not pour out the right. the random IPA that people don't like. So, so I mean, obviously, it sounds like you got great beer knowledge. You have great connections because you're able to get a lot of. Uh, uh, kegs here where they're kind of you're the only one getting them so so how did you how did you end up running this place uh, you know brewer's tavern what's your what's your backstory on terms of your your beer drinking history and and how do you end up here and see this backstory goes back i was a beer buyer for a place that sold beverages and more and then kind of went i, I kind of tell people i've done front of house back of house side of house i've kind of done lots of different things within like beer and beverages and, and uh, Ended up going through the uh, craft beer program at San Diego State. Um, met a bunch of people through that, which is where a lot of my connections, connections are. Right. Um, the owner, the owner Chris, also went through the program, so there was that connection. I ended up here because I was working with a draft systems company that built the draft system here, and Chris knew the owner of the place that I was at, and they were looking for a bartender. And then Justin, who was doing the beer buying before, left to do uh, corporate world stuff. They handed the keys over to me. There and you I've, go. I've, I've been having fun since uh, I think March or April or something like that. So, so with that doing that, and, and and obviously you have a lot of experience. Are there beers that you still get really excited about, like when you guys get one? Yeah, I mean, definitely all the fresh hop stuff that I've had, and definitely if there if I have a connection with someone in the industry and I can bring their beer in, um, like we have three punks from Chula Vista. Yeah. Chula Vista is not not down the block no. from here. So, uh, but I I I got to know all those guys through the San Diego State program. And I'm more than happy to have their beer on because right. they make they make really they good beer, beer now. So definitely, if I have a connection and like, all right, I know this guy. I, I love having yeah. love having their beer on. So the, those those things definitely get me excited. And like I said, if I can if I can post on social media like, hey, this is the only keg of this in, yeah. in <laughs> within ten miles of here. Right. Come on and get it. That also kind of gets us going. And it, like I said, it, it makes the makes my other beer tenders like. Yeah, sell a beer like it's easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. A, it's an easy sell. Yeah, if we're passionate about it, then you know People are the bad. drinkers are definitely going to be that way. Has there been a beer where the whole team, the whole team was you know jaw drop, eyes widen? <laughs> we're getting what? <laughs> we're tapping what? Shut the door. Uh, we're getting the first sips <laughs> on this thing. Well, I, I guess I'll call myself out a little bit. I, I put um, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale on uh, a couple weeks ago. And I knew I liked this guy. All the regulars were giving me shit. Like really? Oh, like that's... like why are? You? And I'm like. Go find this beer anywhere within yeah, a couple of miles yeah. of here. And I don't have a problem putting it on because our lines are clean as yeah. hell. And if I put that in front of you, it's going to taste exactly like it tasted 15 years ago. Right. You're going to remember it. So, Joe, can you hand Tom up? Yeah, Tom, he's, Tom drool, a, he's drooling. He's drooling. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. Tom, it's funny you said that because I, I, so I just came through Sierra Nevada like this summer and I stopped off at the brewery. And I hadn't had one on draft, and I don't know how. And so I ordered one on draft, and I was like, "This is such a good beer!" Like yeah. so, like to get the, like you said, on draft, on tap with oh, it's such a good beer. Yeah. So that's that's kind of cool. It's funny because it, um, you know, core beers are an interesting thing. Like you know, Carl Strauss is one of the most award-winning breweries in in town, and you know, you see like people talking down about Red Trolley. I'm like, that beer's great, won it's, more it's awards than beer. like yeah. any beer is yeah. in it. How yeah. are you talking down on it? Yeah. And it's yeah. because you've had it, you know. Yeah. You do get into like, okay, what's new? What's the, you know, right. what's the thing that I've never had? All you have to do is go have a red trolley on draft, right? Because Absolutely. red trolley in the bo- bottle, if it's been sitting around a while, becomes less of a jaw dropper. But right. if you go get a, fresh but every on time draft, you go to Carl Strauss, every time I go to Carl Strauss, I'm ordering a red trolley. Absolutely. Right. It's one of the, at least one of the beers I'm going to have. There. Yeah. So yeah, it's it. You're right. I think we need to have a beer to okay, make our yeah, jaw yeah, drop. Yeah. I mean, you know, those first two set a pretty high standard. Got any Sierra Nevada left? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more than happy to bring that beer back. But uh, no, that's actually really cool because I honestly, I, I 
was sitting up there and I had to order. I was looking for, I had the Oktoberfest. I had, because I was like August and I had a bunch of stuff and I'm like, it's really cool. And then I just saw it, it had, you know, it's their draft version. They only have a draft version up there. And I'm like, well, I'll just get one of those. And I was like, that was the best beer I had all night, you know? And I was like, it was, it was just so good and crisp and clean. And but it, they, I think they, I think they did a, a variation of that where they put, uh, like it was Tahitian vanilla beans yeah. or something. Yeah, like, that, and it was incredible. Yeah. And it, it just ramped it up really? even more that you're like, I've had this beer really? a yeah. thousand times, and then you put vanilla in it. And I'm like, yeah. that's. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's I guess I guess I really can't think of anything that vanilla doesn't improve. Yeah. But, but at first I was, I was abhorrent. No, that was, sounded terrible to me. No, but yeah, now I'm thinking about love it. it. Yeah. Wait, if you can't add vanilla to it, probably shouldn't yeah. drink it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah. I have an Irish red from Dallas. Oh. So let's stick in that uh, that same arena. Joe's cleaning up, and a new beer has magically arrived. Tell us a little bit more about this beer. Thank you, Mo, for, again, bringing uh, some goodness to us. This is uh, Deft Brewing down in the Marina area. Curly Tail Red. It's their Irish Red. They do a terrific job of, like, old-world styles. They do a bunch of um, just kind of malty stuff. They do a bunch of German lagers and stuff like that. Um, And this is... Just what we were just talking about, kind of, you know, that classic malty. I feel like I'm in a in a pub in yeah, Cambridgeshire so, so or somewhere. Good, so. That this is totally a pub <laughs> just, beer, isn't it? No, it totally. Yeah, like on a co- little colder day, you know. Yeah. And the only shame is it, it needs to be like in that full English pint type yeah. glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't need that because I got to drive home. But that that it feels like we're cheating something. Yeah. We're cheating the beer gods. This is this is another what what fantastic beers. Yeah, <laughs> hey, no. Three for three. For this style, to me, this is this is a four seven five. Uh, this is a style I have a weakness for. Reds that are not caramely, that are that have the hoppiness in them and the malt balanced out. Finishes really dry. And, so it's, and yes, just want to keep drinking more of it. Yeah. Where do you land on this talent? I, I would do the same thing. I think about a four seven on it. I mean, it's it's as good as a as a beer should taste really. And then a red, it's like there's no aftertaste. There's not. It's just clean finish, super balanced. I know, I agree. It's really, really good. What if it was raining and you're drinking this beer? It's going to be a cold five. day. Maybe with a, if it was uh, raining, a it's a fire. There's right. a fire in the corner with a cold day, maybe. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if I had to pour one out, it would be uh, for the uh, nitro beer style um, because nitro is not produced very heavily in San Diego. Right. And I would love to see this beer on nitro. Putting a red, a red in front of someone on nitro and just watching Cascada effect on it. I love doing that, and there, there's just there's very few nitro beers in San Diego, and if if there were more, I would love to see this mm-hmm. on nitro. If you're listening, Mo, put this. On. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, where do you land on this? I think I'm right there with you guys, and I, I was I almost said Shawshank, but then as soon as he said fire and rain, that's I was like know, I'm there. The magic of the moment, right, right. So yeah, I was thinking because I I really liked didn't we this summer we found was it the one at Oceanside Aleworks? If I really like their red, they have that red. Yes, they have their the really, San Luis really Ray red. Yeah, San Luis Ray red. So I, I mean, I'd put this right there with it if you know it's they're they're those are two of the best beers I've had this summer. This one definitely has more of that old world right the, the English style to it or Irish style I suppose, yeah. but but it has that where uh, Marks over at, at Oceanside Aleworks has more of the. This is a Southern California, yeah. the, the hot. But I just, I really more. like the just the flavor profile. Mm-hmm. I just think they're such so rich and they're right. um, just a, such a good good flavor. Travis, are you on Untapped? Uh, we don't do a whole lot on Untapped. Um, do you have a rating system that has numbers to it? And would you give this <laughs> anything <laughs> he, that looks like a four? You could give it a lot yeah, higher I mean, than that. I would definitely, yeah. I would definitely be right in line with you guys. Like yeah. this is a four and a half easy. Yeah. It's uh, I agree. super drinkable. I can't see what it what the ABV on it, but it's probably I'm trying to see five five and a half, <laughs> just right in that pocket. Um, but yeah, it's five percent. It's saying here, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since yeah. our trip to Utah, something just seems right about a five percent beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess when winter comes and I'm having more barrel aged stuff, that that'll yeah, shift. You, but it come, yeah, that really does seem like the right spot for a beer. When lately. it's hot and warm outside, yeah, carne asada burrito. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Padre, what did you give it? I'm a four point five. Nice. Well, I think that's time. Will come out, Will. Oh, once it hits your lips, it's so good. <laughs> 
I didn't know he came with us. <laughs> He's been in the okay, car. I didn't know he was here. He always is. All right. The guy scares me all the time. He travels with me. Oh, yeah. is that what it is? Okay. I guess he's got a house in Del Mar. It probably yeah. wasn't a big yeah, trip for yeah. him. <laughs> Drive us back to the Brewers Tap Room. You know, we're here. Usually we, we sneak in before customers arrive or after or time off. So this has been kind of fun to actually see your customers coming in, um, seeing how the beers are being poured, seeing questions being answered. Tell us a little bit about. When someone comes here, how's the beer served? What's going on behind the scenes to make sure the experience is top notch for a beer connoisseur or a, just a beer fan? Yeah, mostly pints. Uh, we do flights, you know, just kind of regular taproom stuff. Um, we clean our own lines in house, so we're we're rotating what we're cleaning. So anything that comes out of those lines is is super clean. And like I said, food happens from the taco shop next door. We got burger joint right there ramen shop's supposed to open sometime so people all kind of get their food and come in and or they stop in and have one or two when they're going next door to trader joe's or the, the grocery store it is very much a neighborhood place we're a couple miles off the coast so we're not getting the the foot traffic type of thing or right. the, the touristy type of thing it very much is a a, a neighborhood place yeah. um we have a lot of the regulars you know i, I pour beer for the same people weekly so that's uh kind of the neighborhood neighborhood joint type of thing right and you've shouted out your team once already but we probably should shout them out again and you've talked about how prepping a, a patron with a story behind a beer sure. so when do you guys get the story how does that get disseminated across the staff yeah since i do the ordering i kind of try to relay as much information to everybody involved as i can like i said if i if i know what i'm ordering and i don't present it to everyone else they're just kind of in the dark so i'll leave notes i'll print out stuff that i can print out if i see the guys um you know if i don't see everybody i'll try to let everyone know uh, when i see them what the beer is about you know the, the cool stuff to tell about it and then as long as it trickles down you know there's three or four of us kind of rotating I'm here on the weekend, so that kind of gives me an advantage. I see what, what's going on and what people are drinking. Um, plus, I know what beers are coming in. We get most of the beers kind of the end of the week, so I, I do know what's coming in. So as soon as I can get it, we do a, we try to put out a newsletter for all of our customers once a week and kind of give them an idea of what's on now, what's coming, coming right. um, what options are available, that type of thing. So I have noticed of the 12, 15 beers ordered while we sat here, I don't think one of them was just someone pointed at the board and a beer was poured. It's like everyone came with a question and answer a quick conversation. Yeah, I think people now are kind of more open to hearing what what we're excited right. about. And, and that's great. The more the more we can just kind of give that a little extra push, you know, the more beer we're going to sell. And then mm -hmm. the more beer we sell, the more I can rotate the kegs and <laughs> keep bringing in the, the, the good stuff. So, yeah. Nice. So, virtuous cycle. So I'm going to go back a little bit to your, your origins here because you, you obviously have an extensive beer background. But So what, what was your first wild beer? What was the beer that got you going, hey, I, I, I want to make beer my career? So this will be funny because we just drank one, but uh, Killian's Irish Red. Okay. It was kind of that beer that if you saw it, you picked it up because it was kind of like an import type of thing right. and like maybe it was a couple bucks more. So kind of, you know. It must be good. It must yeah, be good, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> thought you were yeah. splurging. Yeah. Um, and, and cool. Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah. I'm going to, it's Friday night. I'm, I'm getting the good stuff. I'm going to bring Killian's yeah. Irish Red yeah. home. But, I mean, my Desert Island beer is uh, Victory at Sea, uh, Ballast Point. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, that goes back to my, my stout. Right. My stout. Uh, but, Probably, I mean, the standard answer is obviously Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah, well, that's what everybody says. So I, I actually, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna change that question. Says. The question has to go from now on. Besides Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, <laughs> right? What was your other wild? Yeah. We have to, we have to judge the, yeah. Uh, yeah. the approximate age of our guests yeah, I guess because you're right. it's yes. if they're 40 or over, it's Sierra, and, and everyone else, it's been Stone, yeah, yeah, or Ballast that's Point, true, right, true. or yeah, Carl Killian, Strauss. Like, it but it's funny uh, that uh, that you make the comment about the Killian's Red because I think we had the joke back when he was when we were younger, like you bought Milwaukee's best because it's the best. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and well, for Henry my, Weinhardt would oh, yeah. once in a while release his private yeah, reserve. Yeah, his private reserve. Or, <laughs> private you know, I remember reserve. when I was in college, it was like, oh, we're getting MGD because, you know, it's, it's not just the normal. It's genuine it's draft. It's a genuine yeah. draft. It's kind of funny. So. <laughs> so, all right. So, speaking again of Wild Beers, I think you talked talk about you already have. Do you have any that you know that are coming? Um, yeah. I mean, there's several fresh ops things that are coming. I have 
some Russian River sours that might be coming. Um, I've apparently been in the. <laughs> Joe's, Joe's, Joe's just sour. Yeah. 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 just went up on Joe's, that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, here's the napkin jewel. I've been in Russian Rivers good graces lately. Nice. We have either Pliny or Blind Pig really? on, that's on, great. A, on a weekly yeah. rotation. So. That's good for us. I've also noticed that sometimes we don't put those beers on until like Monday or Tuesday because they kind of cannibalize the rest of the uh, right, right. Oh, the the rest Fair of the tap list. People come in, they see it. Oh, they're right. like, Psh, that's yeah. good. I'm like, I have a fresh hop beer on. Right, 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 right. I know, I know, Pliny's Pliny, but like, okay, yeah, I, got yeah. this, I got a really good beer. <laughs> on. That's kind of. Let me tell you a bit story about the Coronas up there in Vista. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's been really fun kind of like rotating different stuff and like just cool stuff i never thought would work here and yeah sure shit it worked that's like, awesome all right, <laughs> sweet all right so besides beers any other future plans or events here at the tap room and then how do people learn more about or follow what's going on here yeah um like if you sign up for the newsletter like i said that we try to push that out once a week um we do most stuff on instagram uh, the brewer's tap room um we're trying to play with just recently with everybody going back to work and back to school, kind of, we're, we're noticing the uh, the daytime kind of dipped off a little bit, right. so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We've noticed that too, actually, since, since we had to go back to school. <laughs> it's funny, once we reopen, like, you know, people were kind of working from home, right. but they were working from the tap room, which, which was great for us. So, yeah, yeah we're, we got to play with some, some things and try right. to get people back like during the day right um, weekends are good we have the football package so we got three different nice. tvs yeah, you got a massive tv here out in front on the even on the uh the patio out there yeah we that's can great have, we can have three different games on so sundays are fun here yeah. if, you, if you like the footballs um but yeah just kind of plugging along and we'll see once we get into the colder yeah. colder months We've got heaters out there. So it doesn't get that. Doesn't get that Let's cold. be honest. People yeah. that listen anywhere else are just laughing at us. Because that really is true. I'm, I'm going to put a sweatshirt on and put socks on. Uh, yeah. I'm good for the winter. I'm designing sweatshirts right now. So there you go. So it'll be so. Oh, there you go. Oh, you're a little chilly? Yeah. You do have sweatshirts. Yeah, there you go. Just throw, throw that yeah. Oh. There's a story behind this sweatshirt. You're cold and need one. <laughs> Supply and demand. You know, the doc has sent something along. But I cannot, in good conscience, do this without another beer. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, you've got a great streak going. I got, don't want to ruin it now, Travis. <laughs> I got tap list, or I can dip into the uh, dip into we're the cellar. We're going to leave it up to your expertise. Dealer's choice. Yeah, dealer's your expertise. Choice. I'll go see what I can find. Nice. <laughs> nice. What are we drinking, boys? I've got to get my dock on before yeah. this next segment. Yeah, what are we drinking? So a couple from uh, our friends at Great Notion. Uh, this is Aguas Frescas, and I said that, that, that like was, a native. That was pretty spot yeah. on. Yeah, that was good. Um, You're gonna get a Spanish teacher here, right? Tart ale with prickly pear, pineapple, and lime. That was very alliterative uh, as well. If Smarties was a beer, six percent. Well, first of all, let me let me start over. If Smarties were good, and they were a beer, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, That's this good. is this is a five. Oh my gosh, this, this is, is a this five. Is how it's good this beer five. is! Wow, this beer is wow. This is a phenomenal beer. It dances. Beer. It's oh, it, Joe, this is like <laughs> it so is effervescent. Good. That is true. This, this, yeah. is, this is just dancing. Uh, it is so mouth. jammy. And, oh, uh, I, mean, I can just smell it. But if you don't like tar- if you don't like it, you're not going to like it. But actually, it's, like, it's the sweetness that's that, that brings standpoint. it down a little. Oh my gosh, it's it's so good! Lot. I mean, there's hardly any tart in this. Four or five for me. For me. Oh no, it's, I, sorry, I don't have a, I don't have the five, but I got four five. five. That's oh, five. I'm right it's there, Joe. I'm right there with you. Man. That's good. That's the lime on the back end. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I do really like that. That's interesting. Yeah, how they bring that back and they bring that little bit at the end. It takes the really that takes the tart off or the sour off of it a little bit. I mean, the sweetness. So we're taking these home, right? <laughs> oh, no, that's, just, that's good. Well, four out of five, I think, is close enough. It just, like I said, this is, this is, this brewery has to be a must-visit brewery for us. At yes. some point, we have to make yep. our way there. Yeah, if you're ever in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Make it happen. I'll be up mm. there in two weeks. Perfect. Oh, so good. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, back the, to the... The producer would like this to be a shot Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see it happen this all the time. <laughs> Roll it. We sat and drank with the sun on our shoulders and felt like free men. Hell, we could have been tarring the roof of one of our own houses. We were the lords of all creation. There's more in there. I'll take a look. Joe, I'll give you a little more too. I won't take it all. But 
There you go, Joe. That's in your writer. You can. Take no, no, it's good. But oh, it's just that's phenomenal. All right, back to the business at hand. Let's do it. Sorry, I was just I like this a little. More. You know, I got it's kind of exciting stuff. Oh, it's great. I just had a little <laughs> daydream right there. I was sitting on a beach somewhere, <laughs> sipping this, or I was in Portland, Oregon, right at the Columbia River. On a dock. On a dock. Yes. <laughs> Joe speaking knows, of docs, Joe knows me. All right, speaking of docs, speaking that of was docs, a good, good segue. I'm We're in this it, segment in. Is it time? I've been is carrying this stupid yeah. envelope around. It all is day. time. It is time. Is it time for docs? Uh, yes, it yes. is. Doc couldn't make it down to Encinitas today, but he has sent something along uh, because he knew this was important to Travis. So, listeners, here we go. It's the hoppiest game show on planet Earth. Beer or not a beer? I'm the doctor. No, I'm not the doctor. I'm yeah. just playing the doctor. Yeah. But I have an envelope from the doctor. It's signed and sealed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know it's official. As a beer orderer, if I get this wrong, I... Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's that says the answer, so don't open that one yet. I will be shamed. All right, here we go. I have an envelope. Yeah, for it us, it's been just open. a game. For you, I did not bring it's a career move. It's <laughs> 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 a resume builder here. If it feels difficult, <laughs> yeah. just abstain. Travis and Listers, do you know how to play the game? Yeah. He wrote the script oh, for me, okay. which makes me really nervous. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I will name three beers. No, four beers. I will name four <laughs> beers. Three are real beers. One is made up. Completely falsified, a counterfeit. Can you find the fabricated beer? Do, this, do the rules make sense, Trevor? Yes. Yeah. Find All the right. fake one. All right, here we go. I'll see really you need to have my glasses. All right, beer number one. Turn your head in coffee stout. Turn your head in coffee stout. Number two. Citrus got real. Tardale. <laughs> Citrus got real. That's Citrus a, got real. Tardale. Great beer name. Yeah. Beer number three. Zero to sexy golden mocha ale. And beer number four, roll in the hay farmhouse ale. So beer number one, turn your head in coffee stout. Beer number two, citrus got real tart ale. Beer number three, zero to sexy golden mocha ale. And beer number four, roll in the hay farmhouse ale, which is not a real beer. Travis, you're first. Zero to sexy sounds like something you wouldn't be able to get away with on, like, label permission or something along those lines. I don't think that would be pushed through, so I think that all the other ones I could see as actual beer names. Okay. And if that coffee one is not a beer then it should be. <laughs> it yeah. be yeah someone in san diego listening yeah. needs to make that for me so you're on beer number three zero to sexy golden mocha ale yeah producer joe turn your head in coffee i'm not buying it okay <laughs> turn your head in coffee Breaking beer number one <laughs> sound guy tom i want but i want i'm gonna go with uh roll in the hay because i just think that's what uh Roll right, in the right hay. Right Todd's alley there. Farmhouse ale. And talent. All right. I'm going to go very quickly. Turn your head in coffee. That would actually make me buy a coffee stout. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm going with that. That has to be a beer. Citrus Got Real is probably my favorite beer name ever. <laughs> yeah. ever. That has to be an earlier Beersy uh, nominee for yes. a beer of the year. Yes. Roll in the hay goes really well with the farmhouse. I'm going to go with Zen, Zen to Sexy. That just sounds like a dock beer. But roll right. in the hay. Zero farmhouse ale. That's just We're going to find out. Too easy. It might be. Too easy. Okay. Well, find let's out. Let's see. Because I have the answers. Here we go. Let's start here. Turn Your Head in Coffee Stout is a real beer from Smug Brewing. Nice. Smug. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's right. Citrus Got Real is Tardale nice. from Springdale Barrel Room. All right. Okay. Zero to Sexy. Figueroa Mountain Brewing. Oh, figure, <laughs> figure a mountain. Oh my God. So roll me farmhouse oh, ale. Oh my God. Listeners, did you choose correctly? Did you figure out the beer that the doctor oh. concocted while dreaming about floating in the pool, sipping beverages during the light rain? That's right. Did you pick the doctor's <laughs> wet dream beer? <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Nice, Doc. Nice. All right. <laughs> Damn you, Doc. Thanks yeah. for playing. Yeah. This has been Beer or Not a Beer. Oh. 
That was good. Nice. I'm like 0 for 40 right now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get in Doc's head, and that's really hard to do. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 we got to get Doc down there in the gutter. <laughs> get in the gutter with the Doc's Damn it, mind. Doc. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Speaking of Doc, Travis, you said you have a toilet story? Uh, I don't know if it's uh, NSFW or not, but... Um, We're okay here. Okay. So there's a... We have a urinal that's basically a cutout keg. We often had a... There's a cap that goes over the uh, where the coupler would go. And we used to put Coors Light caps or Bud Light caps <laughs> or, you know. Um, those started disappearing for some odd reason. That is weird. That is uncomfortable. Um, but I also have... Like I said, we have regulars. One of our regular couples had come in, and the lady had gone into the restroom and came out and said, you know, that thing's really hard to sit on. Oh, my God. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I hope she's listening because she will crack up. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is of course, awesome. Of course, she knew my sense of humor, and as soon as she said it, I just I Lost laughed it. for like yeah. 15 minutes yeah, yeah. it was hilarious yeah. so she got me right away and she's so. probably right it is really hard to sit on it's probably true the Rumseys yes that's hilarious. shout out to the Rumseys nice that is hilarious great, and we, we've got start. one more great notion yeah beer we're, we're drinking yeah so I'm gonna get you guys drunk as you leave because this is a mm. double oh, IPA oh, with yeah. with honey 8.2% that's really tasty too that honey makes the difference yeah right well, I this think could be easily an out. overboard yeah, beer. Yeah, balances out the... Because really, it doesn't taste like 8%. It doesn't taste like a double. It's a lot. No. I mean, you get a lot of bitter, like a lot of the hoppy... Or a lot the, of resin, Up too. front, a lot of that up front, but then it balances out really nicely with yeah, the honey, this I think. Is, um, call this an ABV smuggler. Yeah. This is... That's a good, that's a good, <laughs> that's good, a good term. term. I, like I like that. that. This does not drink like an 8.2. And you could get in trouble with this one. Yep. Yeah. But they do such great stuff, and again, I, I'm gonna go back to what I said before. Their their can art is some of my favorite can art. Can they do great, su- yeah. it's phenomenal. Yep. So, like I said, it has to be on the ne- next visit. Next time I get up that way, I'm, I this will be number one stop. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Very good. Four two five for me. Now I'm right there with you. Be a four if it didn't have that honey to, to just mellow it out. It, it doesn't really, sweeten it though. No, it doesn't sweeten no, it. Just it, balances take, it. It takes away the bite. Actually. Yeah, it balances it, which is nice. And that's probably as piney and resiny as a beer as you'll see me drinking, but I, I quite like it. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a far edge of that. Anybody else got a score for this one? I went right with, there with you, I think. What a run. Uh, I went four. Okay. It's in my contract. I have to say whatever talent does. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, a four, two, five, right, talent? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Let me see. Carry the one. Yeah, you were good right there. <laughs> Will, come on out. What's it against your lips? It's so good. Thank you to our host, Travis Hudson, and the Brewers Tap Room in Encinitas, California, for hosting us today. Thank you for having us, and thank you for allowing me to invite myself on your show. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> hey, we love it. That's great. I think I kind of did that. <laughs> we're open to that. Anyone yeah. else listening, we're open. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Make sure you share our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking. Right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N-B-R-U-N. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N-B-R-U-N.